Women Make Waves is an NC Fit podcast. And we're back. Welcome to the Women Make Waves podcast, everyone. I'm your host, Lindsay, and today, alongside co-hosts Laura and Ariel, we are sitting down with Lauren Fisher to talk all things Grown Strong. Both an entrepreneur and a multiple-time CrossFit Games competitor, Lauren is an absolute force. We dive into what Lauren's why was behind founding Grown Strong, how she's created a community of strong, vulnerable, fit women that are ready to take on life. We leave no stone unturned in today's conversation, and I hope you get just as much out of it as I did. If you've got a second, please head over and give the show a five-star rating and review. It helps us continue to get guests like Lauren on the show, and it just warms our heart to see your reviews come through. So head on over, hit five stars, leave the show a rating and review, and until next time, enjoy the show. What's up, listeners? We are super excited to be sitting here with Lauren Fisher. Lauren is super well-known in the space. She's a CrossFit Games athlete, and she's the founder of Grown Strong. Lindsay, Ariel, and myself are beyond psyched to start talking to her today, so we'll let you take it away, Lauren. Give us a little bit of an intro, and also, if you could let us know how you are making waves. Yeah, my name is Lauren Fisher. I am a seven-time CrossFit Games athlete. I am also the founder of Grown Strong, which is a female empowered community. We are inspiring other women to be strong and confident in all aspects of life. Um, What else besides that? I mean, just training, running a business full-time, and just, yeah, living my passion day-to-day, and I think that's how I'm making waves in the community, empowering other women. I love how you're like, yeah, just training and running a business. Cause I think anyone who knows anything about the CrossFit space, like just training is like the understatement of the century. I know just training that doesn't even do it. That's an understatement because literally right now I'm training about five hours a day. And then any free time I get is spent working on my business grown strong. Um, luckily I have a really supportive fiance who's kind of taking the role as being in charge of Grown Strong and running things behind the scenes that you don't really notice, but I'm still in the day-to-day helping out with things. And yeah, I love looking at the community and what is going on. So it is not easy, but I'm trying to make the best of it. Yeah. Professional athlete running a business is seriously, it's hard, but it's worth it. Worth every second. Oh yeah. Can you explain to us a little bit more what Grown Strong is for listeners that might not be aware? Yeah, so Grown Strong started back in the day, uh, or the whole mantra of Grown Strong started from my own journey. Um, and so I grew up with three older brothers and nothing was ever easy. They constantly pushed me. And as you can imagine, being the only girl in the family and also the youngest, they constantly pushed me around. And so I felt from that I became Grown Strong. And that's kind of where the mantra came up for my own upbringing. And I really want to inspire other women who are also, who may not be growing up with three older brothers, but there's so many women who are struggling in their day-to-day life. And I mean, there's women in the military who have eating disorders, who are struggling with body image issues. I feel like we're all struggling in some shape or form, but everyone, no one is really um, wants to talk about it. And so that's where the whole mantra Grown Strong came from. And I really want women to embrace that and to feel empowered and to 
want to live that lifestyle and also support other women. What was like the tipping point when you decided you wanted to launch this and create this business? Because obviously, as you just said, being a full-time athlete, that's a full-time job. This is, it wasn't like you're just like, hey, let's do this for fun. You know what I mean? So yeah, Grown Strong started back in 2015 and I launched my first two t-shirts at CrossFit Invictus. So they really pushed me to get started. Um, and I wanted to, I wanted to start a brand that wasn't just Lauren Fisher because Lauren Fisher, I mean, I'm an athlete, but not many people can relate to that. And I wanted something that could be so much bigger than that. And that's kind of where Grown Strong started and why I wanted to start it back in 2015. So we launched our first t-shirt, first two t-shirts and those sold really well. And then all of a sudden on Instagram, I just kept hashtagging Grown Strong. I didn't, we didn't have an account for it, which I wish I had started a Grown Strong account back in the day, but all I was was hashtagging Grown Strong and literally grew from I think 200 hashtags and now there's over 20,000 hashtags of grown strong and so I think when anyone relates grown strong they know it's Lauren Fisher and but it's also so much bigger than that there's so many women that are following um it's now a fitness program as well so there's so many women that are following it whether they are a mom a student um yeah there's literally the goals are endless and so yeah, I mean, it started back in 2015. And then I think 2018 was when I was like, okay, this is less of a hobby. And now I need to kind of buckle down and make this a real life job because I know I can't compete forever. And so that's kind of my tipping point in the career where I'm like, all right, let's get down to business. That is a really cool kind of like segue that you made right from professional athlete and understanding that, okay, maybe I can't do this forever. Uh, but you still wanted to carry on that legacy. And I have to say, I have one of those early t-shirts and they, it's still one of my favorite shirts. Um, but how did you come up with the idea instead of going back to school? Like you were really young when you started competing. So for you, it would have been kind of easy to follow the same path as a lot of people your age and go back to school and continue down that path instead of taking this opportunity and starting a business and really starting a brand that was more than just fitness. So how did you come up with maybe the confidence, but also just the idea that, you know, you could do that? Yeah. So I actually did go to school. I was going to San Diego state university at, at the same time as I started grown strong. And so again, back. So I graduated from high school back in 2012. And then I moved to San Diego to go to school at San Diego State. And then I started training at CrossFit Invictus. And then from there, I realized like this can be a full time thing starting my own business. And that's kind of where it all started. But I also knew at the same time, I wanted to continue on with school. And so I actually graduated with a bachelor's in business marketing which carries over so much to my own personal brand, Lauren Fisher, and also to Grown Strong. And so I think that's where I became really like tech savvy with social media and marketing, um, but also to, I think, real life experience. Like there's a lot you can learn in school, but I think where a lot of my learning experience came from was just, again, learning that in real life, making connections with other people, learning from them, reading on my own, listening to podcasts, um, so when I'm not training, I'm constantly trying to educate myself on those things business related. And so it's actually funny. I know a lot of athletes probably just only listen to podcasts about like 
athletic endeavors. And I'm also listening to podcasts about entrepreneurs and their stories because I can relate so much to it. So it's going to school at the same time as it all started and then just kind of took off from there. I'm really curious because I love the idea of holding space for other women that are going through some really vulnerable struggles. That has probably been the most rewarding part. And I think I speak for both Laura and Ariel on this of hosting this show is because like we were saying before we hit record, like we want to have the conversations that are lighting other people up. And oftentimes those are the things that are so deep rooted in our hearts, right? Like so deep rooted mm -hmm. in our souls. And so it's really vulnerable to share that. So the fact that Grown Strong started as an apparel brand and now is morphed into training and is also a space where you're encouraging and influencing women to share these struggles, how are you kind of cultivating that community and maintaining that container for people? I think honestly it starts from the top up and goes down. Um, the people in our team are absolutely amazing. Um, Rachel Young, who works for us, she, it's funny story about her. She's actually our master trainer. So she's the one who's writing the programming for Grown Strong. And then she also delivers a daily brief. So basically consider it your online virtual coach. So every day you log into your fit, fitness program, Rachel's there, you click on the link and watch a video. And basically she talks about the workout, how to attack it, how to approach it, and basically pumps and motivates you no matter where you are in the world. And so She's been amazing and awesome. And I think from that, like the team that you surround yourself with, then kind of build on that because I mean, you can't do it all alone. And we just have some really great people on our team to make sure we're replying back to those messages on Instagram. Like, for example, I can't get back to everyone. So we have someone on Grown Strong who's re replying back to those comments, getting back to those people because every single like message or story matters and there's so many people out there who are struggling and who want to be heard and so making sure you have that team who's also going to continue on with that message and then our facebook group uh where the members then uh go so they join grown strong fitness and they can also join inside our facebook group is seriously probably the one of the most supportive places i've ever been like the girls inside there are absolutely amazing and they're sharing pretty vulnerable stories that they wouldn't share outside of the Facebook group. They feel like it's a place of comfort where they can literally share anything and everything. And it's pretty awesome. And I think from there, they're all just supporting and inspiring each other. And it's pretty awesome. That's one of the, um, so a little bit of background, I own my own business as well. And one of the biggest things that I've found has been so impactful has been this community aspect and bringing people together and just holding the container. And I'm curious to know kind of where you, where you stand with, like, are you, are you somebody that really, really wants to be all the time in the Facebook group? working with those people or are you more the person that wants to like lead that team and help other people empower those people in that Facebook group? I mean, at the moment we're still so small. So I would love to be the person that just leads the team and kind and everyone else from the bottom continues that message in that story. But again, we're still really small. So I know those little, like me being inside the Facebook group and encouraging those girls, like, means the world to them the fact that i'm getting back to them and also they know and support that i'm trying to pursue getting back to the crossfit games as well so they know i'm really busy but i'm like 
involved pretty much day to day, but I would love to at some point get more to where I'm leading and just getting more people to know the grown strong message because I feel like there's still so like this world is so big. There's still so many other women who want to be strong, who want to say, Hey, it's okay to have muscles. It's okay to look this way. And I just feel like there's such a bigger market out there. And so I would just love, for example, the fact that I'm on this podcast speaking with you all, I hope that it can inspire someone else who's never heard of grown strong. So just kind of, doing more public speaking and getting the word out there about Grown Strong is where I would love to go. Yeah, I feel like that is um, one of the biggest struggles, I think, being an entrepreneur is that we want to do everything because like it's your baby. And then also balancing that with this idea, well, in order for me to make the most impact, I have to step outside and be able to work on the business, not just in the business. And the fact that you have a support system around you um, that you're aligned with is really, really cool. Have you, um, I'm just curious more from like a business standpoint, like, do you have a checklist or do you have a way that you're, you're hiring your people so that, you know, you feel really good and that they're aligned with your mission? Well, like you said, you can't do everything. So I'm grateful that my fiance Rasmus actually kind of leads the way with hiring people. And so I think one of the biggest things that's so important to me because Grown Strong is my baby is making sure they understand what is Grown Strong and that they're passionate passionate about what they do, whether that's in fitness, empowering, inspiring women. I think that plays the biggest role. And if they come and they don't know anything about Grown Strong, um, I've just found they can be the most talented person in the world. They can have the greatest resume, but it just doesn't connect. So I think that's one of the biggest things that we do in hiring people for Grown Strong. I also think this is like a really big lesson in being able to ask for help and, and having trust that other people can also be aligned with your mission. And that's something I find can be really tough, especially as women. We tend to avoid asking for help at all costs because we feel like we kind of have to do it on our own or like we don't deserve the help, whatever that is. Have you run into that at all in business, but also just in your daily life trying to train and also run this business? I mean, yeah, there are days when I've been just so overwhelmed and I literally come home and probably cried or asked me, it's like, I'm just so overwhelmed. I can't do everything. Like, and I want, and it's one of those things like you want to give up control, but you still feel like a certain control over something. Cause like I said, like it means everything to me. I want every single girl to be replied back to. I want to make sure they are all getting heard. Like, and I want to make sure social media is perfect. I want to make sure like everything looks a certain way, but I've come to realize like you can't do everything. It can't all be perfect. And I think the fact that you're doing it is better than not doing it. And so there are definitely days in Grown Strong where I felt overwhelmed, where I just feel like I'm not doing enough. I'm not like supporting the girls. I'm not like doing everything. And then I'll post inside the Facebook group saying that. And then literally everyone was like, Lauren, you're doing amazing. Like you're doing so much. And then that kind of brings me back to like, okay, I am doing enough. Like I don't, like I put so much pressure on myself. And I think so many women still put so much pressure on themselves to just overdo it and everything and but you can't do that and then same thing in my athletic career like it takes a village to become the best possible athlete you can't do it alone you need a good training environment 
you need other training partners, you need great coaches. And literally, if you were trying to do it all yourself, like it just wouldn't be possible. So understanding to surround yourself with those right people. And I think that goes into anything in life is to make sure you surround yourself with the right crew. I also want to highlight just how much strength and courage it even takes to go to what's your audience and say, Hey, I feel like I've been dropping the ball or I feel like I haven't been engaged enough. I know that personally, when I've done things like that, it has felt so vulnerable to do it and so scary. Like you hit the enter button or like submit and your (laughs) stomach just like falls out. Um, (laughs) but it goes so far. I don't think I've ever had a moment like that where I've been really open and honest and shared my struggle or my process. And like I was saying, like you were saying, the community around you is like, you're not doing enough. Like seriously, (laughs) you know, and that's what resonates with people. So where did you find, because that has been such a learned skill, I think for most of us, I don't think I'm just speaking Mm -hmm. for myself here, but where did you find that courage or that skill to be like, I'm going to open up in this honest and vulnerable way with this community that I am leading? I mean, I think it's just something that I just learned through social media. It's such a vulnerable and scary place. So many people just want to post everything that's perfect, but that's far from the truth. And I think one of the traits I've learned from my parents is, to stay humble and be true to who you are. And I think that carries over to what I do in my own daily life. I'm not going to pretend to be someone I'm not on social media. And if you continue to be yourself and to inspire others around you, they're naturally going to come. I never chased 1.2 million followers. That came natural. That was for me posting about my workouts, posting like just my normal day-to-day life. Like, hey, these are my struggles you are not alone in this. And I think then people really resonate with my story. Like I just, I've never really chased it. And then people resonate with your story so much. So I think it comes from my parents teaching me again to just be true to who I am. I would imagine, and you can correct me if I'm wrong too, why your Facebook group is so powerful is because you're leading from the front there with that vulnerability. And there's so much you can get from being vulnerable. Others will kind of, you know, send that energy right back to you and through that lift up the whole community, especially among women who, for some reason, we all just think we have to keep that inside and almost compete against other women, you know, rather than lift each other up and as you were saying before, you can't do it alone and it would also be way less fun to do anything alone too. <laughs> I know. So, I mean, amazing message. It comes, I guess I was even going to expand on that a little bit. I know like just growing up like in high school, how it's all like growing up when you're younger is really tough because you're trying to figure yourself out and figure out what you want to do. And actually from that, like I just remember in high school not feeling like I really Uh, resonated with anyone. I was into CrossFit. I was the girl with muscles. I was a little too bulky for the guys. And I just, again, stayed true to who I was. And I'm just not going to listen to anyone else, but just follow my own path. And I think that really carried over to who I was able to be today on social media and everything, just learning to not listen to what others think, but also realizing that there are For example, in CrossFit, I found other women who had similar stories to me. And I was like, hey, 
They love lifting weights. They love feeling strong with a barbell. And I really found my people and it all goes back to finding that crew who's going to really lift and bring you up. That's so powerful because especially I think of like when I was going through high school, like social media didn't exist. And I've watched, you know, my friends, kids or family go through high school and they all are so attached to their phones, right? Like we talk about all the time connecting our self-worth to how many likes something gets or shares or comments or whatever. And you can have a thousand positive comments and one troll says something and that is, you know, what, what we so often want to resonate on. So if you could go back and talk to young women in high school now that are experiencing this social media boom, that are experiencing tying their self-worth to social media, how do you, how would you teach that? Or how would you express the importance of that? Because I imagine being, you know, 16 right now and wanting so badly to be in the in group or the popular group or the, that crew, you know, the it crew. So how do you, make the message of authenticity resonate with somebody that's, you know, a little bit younger. Yeah. I mean, I would tell those high school girls to not try to change who you are to please the in crew or to please those who are popular. I know it's so easy to fall into the peer pressures of trying to be cool and going to the parties and all of that. And that was one thing I actually was like, Hey, I had no, I had CrossFit the next day or I had basketball practice. I had a dream of being a WNBA basketball player and I wasn't going to change that goal because I want to be the popular kid at school. Like don't try to conform to everything you see on social media because at the end of the day, like find what makes you happy and follow that, like find something you're truly passionate about. And when you try to change who you are to please other people, just on the inside, you do you just don't feel as good about yourself and you just instead kind of get lost into this direction and this road and journey like you didn't want to go down then all of a sudden you're just like shoot like I should have gone I should have followed my own path rather than trying to conform to what everyone else was saying so definitely would remind them like don't try to change who you are don't believe everything you see on social media like I know nowadays it's just so hard to be caught up in oh, this person's life is so amazing and so perfect. I want to, I want to have a life like that. Like your life is so amazing and great. Like just learn to appreciate the small things, be appreciative of your own body image. We're all unique and made in our own likeness. Like just appreciate who you are, find what you're passionate about and go do it. I'm hearing so much gratitude and abundance coming from you. And a really big thing, I know Lindsay talks about this, I talk about it a lot, is finding gratitude and creating a gratitude practice to be able to take yourself out of a feeling of scarcity or a feeling that you can't do it or you're not enough and bringing yourself into this abundance life, right? Like understanding that you do have everything, you are whole and perfect. I'm curious to know, do you have a, like a gratitude practice or something like that that you focus on for yourself? Yeah, so I actually used to have a gratitude journal and every single, it's something you can buy on Amazon. It's like three things you're grateful for today, like three things you want to focus on. And I used to do that consistently, but at the moment I kind of lost touch with that, just been busy with other things. But I mean, 
it's something I constantly at night, like I say prayer and I remind myself of things that I'm grateful for. So it's just something that comes natural to me every single night, um, praying for what I'm thankful for. Yeah. I feel like that's super powerful, right? Like you started with this guided practice and then as you got the reps in, as you practice it more and more, now it's just a part of your life. And I'm sure like Mm -hmm. if you ever feel like you have to, you can always come back to it again and get back to writing it down. But the fact that now it's such a part of your life, like every night you're doing that is so powerful. I feel like that's something that a lot of people, not just women, we can all definitely benefit from it, but a lot of people can benefit from, you know, taking practice, a gratitude practice and just incorporating that somehow into our lives. Honestly, I love the gratitude journal. I mean, I don't know if you guys can link it here, but I think that's such an easy way to start your morning. Like my morning routine is pretty sacred. I mean, when I used to have like a gratitude journal, like I'm just like pretty spot on with my morning routine, like drink water, skincare routine, greens, and then like my gratitude journal, like what did I want to accomplish for the day and just kind of go about your day. And even I still do that. Like I have a planner, like I figure out what I'm doing for my day, what I want to focus on. And then just reminding myself, like, I'm so grateful to live another day and to do what I love. So it's just, I think you can just ingrain it into your morning routine and then it just kind of carries over naturally. What a powerful way to start your day because the thoughts we have, especially, you know, early in the morning, late at night, set the tone for everything else. And it's almost like rewiring your brain um, a a bit. And to go back to what you were saying, um, a little while ago about younger kids going through high school and, you know, wherever they are just thinking right now back to, you know, my experience, if I had strong female leaders who were present in my life, rewiring my brain and, and putting different messages in there about being strong and your body doesn't have to look a different way. Like thinking how different things might be for, for me for now, um, you know, now, and just wondering, do you have any plans with Grown Strong to talk to, I know a lot of what you're, you're doing is talking to, to women, but do you have any plans or, or dreams to talk to younger girls as well? That has always been like one big goal of mine is to be able to go back to high schools or to do more public speaking. Like I remember like back in the day when there would be like a speaker come in for the day and you would listen to them and be so inspired. Like I would love to do public speaking and just kind of travel the world and be able to do that. I think it's funny enough, you would think with such a big following that I would be a natural at public speaking and come super easy to me, but it's actually one of the things that I'm most scared to do. And so I think if I were to do that, I wouldn't like, I've always told myself, like, I want to get like a public speaking coach and just actually learn and feel more confident with doing it. And I know like I've done so many interviews with like Nike and some really big brands and I can do it. It's just the thought of it makes me so nervous and so scared. And I mean, we all have those inner fears and you think like you probably think, oh, Lauren's just a natural. But no, like I also have like my own insecurities as well. But I would love to do that one day. I think that it's um, it's kind of funny hearing you say it because it's true. Like you look at it and you're like, well, of course Lauren can do public speaking. She's like a very big named person. And the fact that you're willing to, you know, admit the fact that that's scary for you and that's a big deal. I also think it speaks a lot to how much this means to you because Mm -hmm. you want it to be something that's going to be really 
it's going to resonate with people. You want it to be something that these girls can take away and even younger boys too, you know, like I think it just speaks a lot to you and your mission that you care so much about the message that you want it to be perfect. Yeah, I am definitely that person. Again, like I said, like I put so much pressure on myself that I want to deliver the right message that I want to say the right things that it scares me to do that. And so, yeah, I mean, you hit it a hundred percent spot on. So because this is sort of only kind of public speaking, because there's only three of us, <laughs> what's the message that you want to, if you have the floor, you can say whatever it is that you want to say, what's the message that you'd want to get out there? I think, I mean, we kind of covered it in this whole podcast, but I think the message that I would want women to carry from this podcast is to remember to stay who, true to who you are, find what you love, do it, be passionate about it, and just like, don't listen to what others have to say, like find your, find your road, find your path, and just go and do it, like don't be scared to be like, oh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna probably fail, or I'm gonna lose, like you are going to learn along the way and it's going to be so powerful, so inspiring, empowering all of it. So just like put your heart out there and just go do it. Yeah. And I love touching on the like fear of failing, right? I don't think that a single one of us gets out of this life without experiencing failure. And <laughs> if you do, more power to you, but I might argue that you probably weren't doing anything that was pushing you to like to that edge, right? Um, so when you find yourself up against that, up against the fear of failure and knowing that you're capable of failing forward, what do you do? How do you ready yourself? How do you prepare to come up against something that difficult? I mean, like anything in life, like you don't grow from staying in the comfort comfortable area like you grow from being uncomfortable and actually funny enough I've been living in San Diego for eight years um, been training at Cross and Invictus for a long time and I actually decided to make a leap before semifinals. I was like I need a change of environment like I just want to try something different and I actually just relocated to Georgia to train here for two months uh, to train with like Noah Olson and the training think tank crew. Um, I love Invictus and everything they have to offer, but I actually, I just literally, I'm like, I just need to do something different. I need to go somewhere where I can just literally focus on training, have no distractions because in San Diego, there are so many things going on. We just bought a house, home renovations. I mean, you just have all your friends there, just so many things going on. And I'm like, if I want to go all in on qualifying back to the CrossFit games, I need to go somewhere where I can literally just focus on training and do it. And literally I was so scared. I kept telling Ross, I'm like, am I really doing this? Like, he's like, yes, you're going to do this. Like, and I was literally, when I bought my plane ticket, I was like, all right, I bought a non-refundable ticket. We're going to Georgia. So now here I am doing something that I'm completely uncomfortable with meeting new people and having the time of my life already. And it's just really cool to that story in general, I think carries over to anything like don't be scared to follow what you are passionate about or what you want to do. Like you actually might find some really great, amazing things out of it. I think it also just speaks volumes to the fact that like if something is so important to you and you like with every fiber in your being, like this is something that you hold a lot of value on. 
it's worth going after and it's worth getting uncomfortable and putting yourself in a position where maybe you're scared or maybe you're, you are afraid of that failure. And truthfully, I think it's also speaks a lot to your support system. And I think that we all have a support system in some way, shape or form. It may look a little different for everybody. Um, but if you can just step into being okay with failing and being okay with what happens on the other side of it, it usually will turn out pretty freaking well for you. Yeah, it's, it's pretty easy to be like, oh, I'm going somewhere completely new in the middle of my season. Like this could completely fall to pieces. This could be a terrible idea. So many, like there could be so many bad things that go about it. But Rasmus was telling me like the fact that I took the leap to go and do something out of my comfort zone is like, there's so much good out of it. And he's like so proud that I finally did something to be uncomfortable, to try and grow, to learn from new people, to meet new friends and just make new connections. And it just shows like, I'm so grateful for Rasmus, honestly, pushing me to do things I'm uncomfortable with, but also to the good that could come out of it. I'm getting ready. You're like totally psyching me up because I moved to San Diego <laughs> in like four, five days. And oh my gosh. I know I'm freaking out, but I'm also exactly what you're saying. Like when I was sitting down and thinking about, it, I was like, I have spent the last 10 years in the same space. I have such an incredible community. I'm so comfortable. Like I could live out my days and be totally fine and like untouched for the rest of time. Mm -hmm. And just this mantra or like the question of why not? Like why yeah. not kept coming up. And I think that all too often we stunt ourselves or we keep ourselves from doing something because we have all of like the negative thought loop, right? Well, this could happen. It's the middle of my season, this, that, and the other thing. And when we can push past the like, what is that quote? It's like, what if I fail or like, but what if you fly kind of thing? Mm -hmm. Like we have just as much opportunity for this to be the best move of our lives as like being stuck in whatever that negative thought loop is that it could be so, so scary and dangerous. Exactly. And I mean, at the end of the day, like we all, I'm sure have our routine we're happy with or that we absolutely love. And it's just like, why change this? But then you'll constantly maybe have this thing inside your mind, like, Hey, maybe there's something more out there for me. And then you're just, but I don't know. I'm so comfortable in my own little space here. Like, I don't want to try it, but I think just taking that leap, trying it and just seeing again, like you're saying, you're moving to San Diego and that's going to be a complete life change from 10 years to wherever you were at. And so, I mean, you're going to meet new friends, also keep your old friends, your old amazing community, but also just make new connections you wouldn't have if you would have stayed in the same place. It's one of those things where like, yeah, what if, if, what if you fail? Like Lindsay said, like, what, what if you fly? And also what if it's amazing? And what if this experience is the thing that completely changes the trajectory of your life? You know, I think that it's something that we kind of, we look outside for all of the answers. And like you said, like if you have the inkling that maybe you're meant for something more, or you feel like maybe there is something more for you somewhere else that is your intuition saying that there is something more for you. So many people live their lives without that and that's okay. 
that means that they maybe are in the space where they're meant to be. But the people that have that inkling, if they have that little calling, like how you had that pull to go somewhere else, maybe you didn't know necessarily where you were going, um, but you had that pull. And I think we can learn so much just from tapping in and listening to ourselves. What was like the, did you have a catalyst that was like, okay, actually like I'm doing it. It doesn't matter what it is. It was actually funny enough. I got a random text message from Noah Olson just related to like sponsorship stuff. And then all of a sudden we were just chatting. And then before you know it, he had invited me to come out to Georgia to come train with his crew. And then like, I was saying, Oh, that'd be so much fun. And then before you know it, he's like connecting me with the, the crew over here. And then before you know it, I'm like buying a plane ticket. It literally happened so quickly. And I think if I would have never received that text from Noah, I probably wouldn't be out here in Georgia, but it was just something in the back of my mind. I'm just like, I just, I really want to try to give myself the best possible shot to make it back to the CrossFit Games. And I'm just caught up in so many different things back in San Diego. And I know if I go somewhere completely new um, and also to go where there's also other individuals who are trying to get back to the games as well, I just feel like I'm going to put myself in the best possible shot to get back. And so I just did it. And then before you know it, I was here and I was like, all right, we're in it. It's funny when we start acting in alignment with those things, that intuition that Ariel was talking about. I, I kept hearing you say, before I knew it, before I knew it, before I knew it. It was like those opportunities, and this is my like woo-woo hippie side coming out, but <laughs> when you start, it feels so effortless, right? It was just like, you know when you're acting in alignment because everything starts to fall in place and it can be really scary to be like, this is all moving so fast. What's going on? This is so crazy. But it sounds like it's already, I mean, you just got to Georgia not that long ago, but it sounds like it's already just turning into like the greatest experience, all of the positive what ifs and why not. Yeah. All the positives after thinking all of the negatives. So I'm like super happy to be out here. Um, Have already made some really great or met some really great people and it's just been a lot of fun and I'm just having fun training and it's just gonna it's gonna be a fun whether it's one to two months depending which semi-final I get into um but yeah I'm super excited to see where I'm at after this and also side note some people live like five ten maybe their whole lives thinking about doing something similar to this that they don't actually ever do. And it's like that little voice like, oh, maybe I should like move to California. Maybe I should do this. Maybe I should take this class. Maybe I should go back to school. For people who are, you know, maybe not in that super exaggerated place because I exaggerate everything. But for someone who has a little voice in their head, maybe their intuition saying, hey, I should really try X, Y, Z. Like, what would your advice be to them to actually get out there and do it? And did you, you know, in your journey for moving, how did you get past that like little negative voice being like, oh, I, maybe I shouldn't do this? I think just reminding yourself there's nothing to lose. Like you go out there and maybe you don't like it and you just go back right home to what you were doing before. So I think reminding yourself that like you can think, oh, I'm, maybe you're from the East Coast and all you've had this dream of moving out to California and all of a sudden move out to California, you don't like it, okay, well, buy a plane ticket back and go back. But I think maybe just inspiring yourself like to do that makes yourself even more confident to try other new things. I think pushing yourself out of that comfort zone, 
just being like, hey, I'm going to do this and just stick to it and go with it and then see where it takes you because who knows, maybe then you might realize you're going this way in your direction, but then all of a sudden it takes you on a whole new path that you didn't even expect and you feel even happier. You feel more grateful for it. So I think just reminding yourself there's nothing to lose. And I think for me, what really pushed me is Rasmus. I mean, he's constantly pushing me out of my comfort zone. I think it's the European in him. Honestly, Europeans, they just go and do things without even thinking they're very sporadic. I mean, like he literally came to America, traveled to America to go to English school all the way from Denmark. Could have been gone completely wrong, but instead he ended up meeting me and I met this guy all the way from Denmark. So it just shows like to take those risks because you never know where it's going to take you. It is definitely too, you hit on it, just having the confidence in yourself, right? The like, okay, I'm going to do this and I can do it and I'm going and whoever I am in California is still that person on the East Coast. You know what I mean? That's really mm -hmm. awesome. Would you say that your experience as a CrossFit Games athlete has kind of, I guess, harvest this ability to be able to do that? Because I feel like you are constantly tested on like mm -hmm. what you can do physically, what you can do mentally, how you can like push up against these things. Um, do you think that that has played a big role in being able to trust your intuition and trust yourself and have the confidence to do these things? I mean, competing in the CrossFit games is one of the most grueling tests in, like in the world. And honestly, I mean the same thing, like you could always doubt yourself. You could have all these negative thoughts. But if you have that, like you're not going to perform at your best possible self and as your best possible self. Like I think that has carried over so much into the person I am today. Like I have this relentless desire to be the best possible, whether it's best possible athlete, best possible business owner. Like I want to put all my effort into it and I don't want to hold back. And I think it's carried over so much into everything I do in life. I mean, training to be a CrossFit Games athlete, you have to be disciplined. You have to be passionate about it. You have to work hard. Like literally it's takes, it's a full-time job. Like it is not easy and you need to literally be mentally in it. And it's the same thing with other things in life. I think it just shows whether if you're not training for the CrossFit Games, maybe you're trying to be a teacher in school and it takes all your effort to put the best possible learning lesson plans for your kids and just doing things out of your comfort zone. I think anything in life, you need to be all in it. Otherwise it shows if you're not all in it. I almost feel like too, the putting yourself out there and being uncomfortable in situations outside of your fitness also is playing a huge role in developing that confidence on the gym floor because now you have proven to yourself, okay, I can do hard things and I know I can do hard things fitness wise. Like I've proven that to myself so many times. Now I also know I can do hard things no matter where I am, no matter what I'm doing, because I've done those things and I've put in that practice and I've continued to develop that. So that's super cool because you have kind of that carryover and it's like a two way street. The more that you put yourself in uncomfortable positions, maybe you'll be in more uncomfortable positions, but you're also going to develop more confidence that way. I love that. I think fitness in general is one of the biggest things that can develop the most confidence. I see so many women, especially a lot of women inside the Grown Strong community who have 
never touched a barbell before and we inspire them to maybe try something different. So in our program, we have uh, four different levels. So you can start literally from the bottom, like just basic body weight fitness, which most people are most comfortable in. And then you kind of work your way up and the GS30 has dumbbells only. And then 60, our 60 minute program has um, a little bit of barbell. And then our 60 plus has like Olympic weightlifting, more advanced movements. And there are women in our community who start out with just doing the body weight workouts. They stick to it for a couple of months and are like, all right, I'm going to challenge myself and maybe try some dumbbells. And then all of a sudden they're doing a lot of the movements with dumbbells. And then before you know it, they're working their way up to doing our most advanced program, like have never done Olympic weightlifting before. And they absolutely feel more empowered. They feel confident. They feel happier. Like just so many things carry over into their other areas of life by doing something they aren't comfortable with inside of Grown Strong Fitness, which is really cool to see. So I'm, yeah. I love that so much. And I, I think it speaks to the community, you know, like surrounding yourself with women that want you to succeed, that want to see you challenge yourself and want to help you and support you in doing that is so, so, so strong and so powerful. And I know Lindsay wanted to also add something, so I'm going to let her go. I was just going to echo what you were saying, that there is probably so much that we don't see of how much those different programs have grown strong are affecting these women. Um, I spent a few years launching fitness programs in residential like rehab centers. So people getting clean and sober off of drugs and alcohol and the way that they started presenting, like they came to the gym every day, they started standing up straighter. They started sharing in group more. They started being far more confident about their appearance and their way to act and interact in the world. And so I'm sure that you're, the way that you are touching these women's lives goes so much further than what we're even seeing on the Facebook group and just want to commend the work that you're doing because it's really incredible. Thank you so much. I 100% agree with you. If people wanted to connect with you, get involved with Grown Strong, where would they find you? Well, they can learn more about Grown Strong at grownstrong.com or they can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Grown Strong. And if you guys want to learn more about myself, I do have my own website, lauren-fisher.com and then at Lauren Fisher on Instagram. I'm also on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, pretty much all the social media, YouTube. I'm trying to get bigger or I'm trying to do more YouTube vlogs now. So make sure you go follow me over there. And then I would love also to offer whoever is listening to this podcast a discount on the fitness program. So I'll give it to you ladies after um, maybe a women's make waves discount. Uh, that would be amazing. Thank you so much, Lauren. That's incredible. We are so excited to watch your journey in Georgia and thank you can't wait to have you back thank you so much ladies it was so much fun thanks lauren Bye. thanks lauren